Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Twenty twenty one. Would it be in a break too? Like we just rolled in. Is this in. a new season? Nah, this is still the same one. This is just because uh, I, I don't know how many episodes we've done, but I think we only pre- for this season it may be like maybe eight to ten left. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then we'll take a break for like a month, uh, probably two months this time, just to really figure out how I want to approach the next season or mm-hmm. what's you know what's next or whatever. Yeah. How many you say is in a season? Uh, we normally do 20 to 24 episodes. Okay. okay. Yeah. Y'all definitely done more than that. Yeah. No. I, I, well, this episode, I, I don't think we have, bro, because I think we came back, Spider. I think we came back at 390. I mean, uh, 290. Okay. So mm-hmm. we're now at two 304. So it's like 14 or 15 episodes. So we'll probably do okay. like eight to 10 more. Hmm. Yeah. And it only jumped up because of the bonus and shit mm-hmm. we did. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. Doing them with Corey. Yeah. That's right. The, probably that's right. Doing with Corey. That's right. Because we was going to stop at 10. I'm excited that he's coming back in this yeah, week. Yeah. I like Corey. Yeah. He coming on Wednesday? I believe so. We got to get something with them. I want to do one with uh, Jasmine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we got to that, get That'd be a good look. That'd be yeah, a good yeah look. you should. So here's yeah, the I thing. like Jasmine. <laughs> I like so here's the thing. All right, we ready whenever you are, Spike. Uh, hold on, man. I was, I was still well, talking. Go ahead. I thought we started already. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. Happy New Year. Yeah, we got to talk about whatever I was talking about. Yeah. Last year was a fire. Now I'm go. Fuck out of survivor, out of the storm. It came down to the wire, almost let go. Last year was a fire, now I'm go. See the walls cave in front of my face. Blaze made it hard to find my way. Since Artesia picked this song, I start, I was looked at a spider and I was like, hey, are you going to introduce this motherfucker? Because I told her, I said, going into the new year, I want you to take over what you got. But she picked this song, man. What's good, man? This is uh, Anthony Roberts, host of The Reality Is, where filtering becomes extinct. We back in this bitch. It's 2021. 2021. You know what I'm saying? I am alongside my co-host, Artesia. Hello. And my other co-host. The franchise. The franchise. I'm in the building, baby. 2021, <laughs> baby. Let's I start, go. I started to call this nigga by his government. <laughs> right. Name. Yeah, I'm please. glad you, you love to do that. Yeah, shit. I do, yeah. bro. You love you, to do that. Let shit. me. You know what? Before we get started, I don't know if. Do you watch um, Get Up on ESPN? You know, I always catch it at the end. You always catch it at the end. Yeah. I think Mike Greenberg has. Uh, he's done a great job on mm-hmm. how they've created the analysts. Now they have. Um, What's the free sake? Ryan Clark from the Steelers. I love Ryan. They have Clark. Dominique Foxworth. I love him too. And they have Jeff Saturday, and mm-hmm. um, they'll have a, they'll have a, what's the guy that looks? They have twins. The Rex Ryan. Okay, yeah, Rex yeah, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. I like the dynamic of them because I think they're getting the diversity right. Mm-hmm. Because Ryan Clark will say shit. Yeah. Or use black innuendos uh-huh. from like movies or right. black s- skits and shit. And mm-hmm. him and Dominique Foxworth, they be like right they be on it. They too. be on that shit to where it's like Greeny be like, I don't know what you guys are talking about, <laughs> but it's hilarious. But it's hilarious. Like I love it. And I love it because I'm like, black people be making shit so much doper. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it was already a dope show with the dope show with the way Greenberg had it set up. Mm-hmm. But to to allow those black men to bring the culture to where we can watch the show and understand it and they can learn from it. 
brilliant fucking show. Right. And you know, you know what I love about them is that um, they have several shows on ESPN and yes. then they all have really, their own podcast. Yeah, they all have. Yeah, they all have their own podcast. Yeah. I was thinking yeah. about that yesterday. <laughs> Everybody got a fucking podcast. Yeah. Um, but but they all have their own shows. They have their own podcasts. But then they travel to the uh, like the guests travel to yes. the other shows. And that's I what like that. yes. And not being funny that. But so I tell Artizi all the time when I'm doing the show, sometimes I always be like, how can we make this show like TV? Mm-hmm. Now, not TV to the extent I know a lot of people will be like, hey, we want to do more YouTube videos or create this. And I, I get that. But I feel like then it takes away from what a podcast is. Yeah. And I've been saying this for years. Yeah. Podcast. Or podcast. Right. <laughs> radio is radio. Radio's radio. TV is TV. Are we going to talk about the new podcast platform? What do you mean? Clubhouse. I'm not playing with that. So I'm on Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. I mean, have you been on there? I have not. Yeah, man. It's just a bunch. I, the reason Clubhouse could be good, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about trying to do something on it. The reason, But my thing is, I'm not a, like everybody on there is a guru. Right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? expert in something, uh, even if they're giving out wrong advice. Wrong advice, man. And I think. <laughs> so are they really an expert? Exactly. And I think that's the problem with podcasting, Clubhouse, mm-hmm. and a lot of other things. It's great to have these avenues to give an outlet. But are you giving an outlet because you're just trying to get, like, some kind of social media fame where you just spit, like, you're not saying, like, CNN, but, like, CNN where you're trying to say it first mm-hmm. to where even if you say it first and it's wrong, and it's it wrong. doesn't matter? Yeah. That's like, media, man. But like Spider said, too, before we start this show, we didn't have, like, people aren't coming to us for us to talk about the shit that everything that's happening in the world or what everybody else is talking right. about. People actually, we, at this point, we have a following who like to hear what we have to say and how mm-hmm. we feel about things. Yes. How we react to things. How we react to things. Yeah. So there's no need for us to go act like everybody else, Mm-mm. tap dance, selling <laughs> ourselves short and, you know. Because niggas is selling themselves for social media now. Well, that's what I wonder about, too, when you're doing um, things like this. Like I was having a conversation the other day about uh, sales because I was I was out of town and and everybody was trying to sell something. to me, You know, and I was like, first of all, I used to be in sales. And one thing that I learned, probably the first thing that I learned when I was in sales is that. Um, people don't buy the product they buy they buy you yeah so if they like you you can sell them anything yeah and i was like okay so when i'm out here getting people that i have no idea who you are trying to sell me something mm-hmm. like that's not the kind of consumer i am yeah i don't know who the fuck you are so whatever Why you're would selling, I, buy I don't want it and especially if you don't look the part really and some people say well what is looking the part i don't even mean corporate just look the part for whatever it is you're selling <laughs> right you know what i'm saying what exactly. you got to say you like you about to say something? No, because that struck a nerve with looking apart. Because with me transitioning into real estate, it's like all of the women realtors yeah. are selling their ass, right, and their bodies to sell a home. And they said they're making it work too. So I yeah. guess, but you, you know, we we we've talked about this a couple of times. Well, we tried to have a conversation, but I believe it was my question that I have for you and Casey is how do you balance um, empowering yourself? in a sexual, not in a sexual way, but just women's sexuality. How you balance that with, you know, being a realtor and not really using those benefits as a beautiful black woman to yeah. help be a realtor and sell some houses. I How know. do you balance that shit? That's not, that's what I'm navigating now mm-hmm. because I've learned that I can put something out and not think anything about it, mm-hmm. but other people will make it more than what it is yeah. or over-sexualize it. Mm-hmm. And that's then on them. It's up to me not to take that to heart and be like, oh, am I doing this? Yeah. Or try to continuously post certain pictures and certain poses to, yeah. to make it look like or to sell to that. So 
it just depends on the person. Like for me, mm-hmm. that's never going to be my go-to because yeah. that's not what I do. Exactly. But that's the same thing even with podcasting. Like I told Artesia, like when me and her were just me and her, people would be like, okay, y'all both are attractive. Y'all should sell this. Anthony, you should do this. Yeah. And I was like, nigga, I'm not supposed to be online with my shirt off. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to be, you know, if I want to have a dance and I'm yeah, having fuck, okay. that's who you are. Yeah, but I ain't about to be like, I ain't about to drink. But what it. if you naturally do that sometimes? That's yeah, different. It, but that's different. <laughs> and me. I think you will know the natural yeah. part of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like the way people are always in the camera and it's yeah. like all this dancing and shimmying and it's like, man, <laughs> just tell me what the fuck I need to hear. The yeah. reels have taken over with the shimmy and the point. Oh, no question. The, well, not even. Oh, it's just, it, but it's also more <laughs> so of like, like I know a lot of young podcasters and guys they come to me and they're they're wanting information. And the first mm-hmm. thing I try to tell them is, don't sell yourself, bro. Yeah, I feel like if you gonna if you sell yourself, like mm-hmm. I said, what are you selling? But that's a good question. What are you selling? But and and I would say I don't disagree with you because I think that we mean the same thing. Because uh, I think you got to sell yourself, but I just don't think you need to sell a part of yourself that's not really you. That's not really. Right. That's yeah. the thing, bro. Don't do that. I think you. Uh, like first and foremost, you have to do if you're doing a show like this, you yeah. have to do one that you would listen to yourself. Mm. That's it, bro. You just right. said that shit. And that's what <laughs> I think about everything, man. It's like what is setting you apart? And that's why I say like when everybody was talking about the whole clubhouse thing, I was like the thing that for me, I feel like would work if I did clubhouse. I'm not a professional at anything but my life. Mm-hmm. I am a professional <laughs> at other right. things. But like to sell certain things like with the podcast, we don't come in here talking about shit that we're not experts on right. in a way. And most of us talk about ourselves and our perspectives, which our means perspectives. we are an expert on our perspectives. Yeah. So we and can my sell experiences. you that. I was talking to a young guy this week, and um, he, like I, grew up without a father. Mm-hmm. And just out of the blue, bro, as we were having a, like a FaceTime, he hit me. You know, we were talking, and um, actually, it's a, let, let me go back some. It's a guy that has been a listener of the podcast. Mm-hmm. He likes the podcast. <clears throat> don't <clears throat> excuse me. Don't even know him, mm-hmm. but he reached out to me. And when he reached out to me, he reached out to me on FaceTime. And I was like, nigga, I must really respect you because I've never talked to you. Right. And I'm, and I'm answering this FaceTime. You picked it up? Right. Yeah. I answered it. Okay. Okay. Ignore you. I would ignore. I do her like that. I'd be like, yo, call me. Be like, why the fuck you FaceTime? I'm not prepared. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Even if I am prepared, it's just like, nigga, I don't want to. It's an invasion of his face. Definitely is. That's what it is, bro. So like, even when I was talking to him, I was like, let me, when I answered the phone, I was like, let me find a white wall. Cause you know, where I'm not showing my place or whatever. Yeah. So I'm talking to him. And just out of the blue, we were both talking about not having a father. And I was like, yo, a great thing we could do, a great segment is I'm not your father or I'm not your daddy, but this is what I would do. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I I say that, why I say that is we always come up with our own original shit, bro. Yeah. So when people hear something that you say, they're tuned in because they know they're going to get something different from somewhere else. When I go to CNN, I go to CNN because I know I'm going to get the closest thing to the fucking truth. Mm Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. I'm not going to watch Fox because I know it's one-sided, even though they say CNN as well. But you, mm-hmm. CNN gives a platform for two different perspectives to be had. Yeah. You got to watch that Fox shit, too, though. You got to know what the other Yeah, I know. You got to know what the motherfuckers, is, the, the devil know. is thinking, man. Exactly. Good riddance to 2020. <laughs> no, uh, don't say that, man. Don't say that. I mean, good riddance, What's man. good riddance? Yeah, good <laughs> riddance to no. 2020. Um, that doesn't make it all bad. Yes. But Thank you. Yeah, good riddance. Bye. Well, on to something new. Right. Yeah. What was your takeaway, Teasy? Um, I think my biggest takeaway was to take time for myself. I think last year I was forced to take time because there, you know, there was so much that we couldn't do. And I was always on the go. And I'm the type of person that 
if I have stuff going on, my default is to just stay busy. Yeah. But I couldn't do uh, that last year. Right. So it taught me to just always make sure I have time for myself because once I did that, then things got so much better. Exactly. So. I got you. Oh, man. I relate to that. What? By what? Sitting down? Well, just, yeah, just, just. Nigga, as you, you never sit down. As, what you mean, man? You stay moving, man. No, 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 no. It's it's different, though. Yeah. But, but the part that I can relate to is just once you, um, you know, once you remove all the distractions, once you quiet all the noise and you're just sitting in a room with yourself, then you can start to figure out, okay, what's mm-hmm. the trajectory of my life? What are the things I need to be doing more of? What are the things I need to be doing less of? Who are the people I need to spend more time with? Who are the people I need to spend less time with? You just have a chance to do that. And that's yeah. that's what 2020 was for me, too. I think the biggest takeaway, like, I'm going to tell you this. People showed me who they were in 2020. You always get that. But what I mean is through a social media platform mm-hmm. stance. Meaning oh, no some people need social media, bro. I know. Mm-hmm. Like, some people need it. Like, the breaks like, we took. Literally. Yeah, they need it. Like, the breaks we took, like, I needed those shits. Mm-hmm. But, like, looking at social media and watching it throughout the year, like, you saw people who weren't getting naked on social media getting naked. You saw people who weren't doing extra shit on social media began to do extra shit on social media to to bring that, you know, no, for real, to bring themselves some kind of yeah. like, I you know, worth, I guess, or self-worth. And I get it. You know what I'm saying? But like I always say, what if that shit is totally gone, bro? Then who are you? Well, exactly. Who are you going to Who be, the fuck man? are you after that? Like I even had people hitting us up in the inbox and they would be like, hey, when y'all coming out with something? When y'all going to come out with something? And then you see people, that you see the numbers, your followers fluctuate. You see mm-hmm. people, some people go. You see some people come back. And then I used to be the person that was like, yo, we losing people. We need to get back out here. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, fuck them. Right. <laughs> you either going to ride or you're not going to exactly. ride. Exactly. Because it's exhausting. It is. And mm-hmm. I saw so many young podcasters being like, uh, well, you know, people sleeping. It's the end of the new year. We're going to keep it going. You keep doing that. Try doing that shit for eight years straight. Mm-hmm. At some point, you will break. It crash and burn. And fucking burn. You don't need that. Man, I remember it would be times where I was like, yo, I want to be the hardest working nigga. I want to do this. Now I'm like, bro. Americans are the only stupid motherfuckers that seem to feel like, oh, if you you always got to be working, can't right. take no nap. And it's like, even if you lose and you still working, you know what? You got to you got to take some you got to take a step back. Sometimes. That's, that's, a, that's a beautiful. I know we're not segueing uh, per se, but but I believe that uh, what you just said is really something that that people who have connections with people outside of the country will live in other places because that's their experience when they come here. Like, y'all Americans like, yes, yeah, America's beautiful land if you're home to break, whatever. Yeah. But y'all motherfuckers work. Ever. All 80 hours, whatever. And so you make the money, but you never have the time to enjoy it. That's the perspective. And it's not necessarily productive work either. Exactly. You're just busy. Right. That's it. Yeah. I get more done when I narrow down the time frame that I'm going to work because yeah. I know I only have a certain amount of hours to get this done. So right. I'm going to make sure it's done. And focus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah man. But yeah, that's not the way we want to live. No. And I think another thing for me that I, I took, like you were talking about reevaluating life, I really started to reevaluate it. And she's got a lot of my talks to where I'm like, Bro, I'm 38. Cool. But then you start realizing, especially with COVID and the people who are dying, how precious life is. Man. Like when you really start being like, yo, if I died or if I get sick and this shit doesn't, like mm. what if I don't make it out of what this if shit? I don't make it out. And that's why I started thinking and I'm like, how important is life? Like you say, the time that you spend with people, the mm. things that you do, how you treat yourself, giving yourself some grace. But like I would literally just sit up and I'm like, Bro, all the shit I've done all of these years, and you realize how much shit wasn't even worth mm, your time. time. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I feel like 2020 showed me not because of COVID, just because of the self, uh, just being able to reevaluate and self reevaluate. I'm like, yo, 
it's time to do something different Mm -hmm. and it's time to do something better. It's time to be better. And bro, if you don't see what you can be better at or what you can do better and the people that you need to get rid of, then you didn't do a good job in 2020. You did not. Because 2020 was a, it was literally the year of self-reflection. It really mm-hmm. was. I even told her, I didn't got to the point where I'm like, yeah, it's good to support black people and all of that. But at the end of the day, the world, the way the world is built or the way it should have been built or it was intended, everybody's supposed to be able to help everybody. Mm-hmm. It ain't supposed to be a race-based thing. Now, we get caught up in that, and I'll tell the story about me going to Starbucks before, oh, you know, yeah. when I got here. And we'll get to, you know, the niggas that stormed the Capitol. Mm. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that. I was at Starbucks, and I'm waiting in this long-ass line. I see you. You know, it's right here by the studio. I see you come in. I, she tell me she comes in. So I'm in line. I get to the line. It's a long-ass line, 20-minute wait. I get ready to pay. It's like $18.87, and somebody had already paid it for it and took care of it for me. Mm. You know, it was a black lady in the front. Like, I kept seeing her look through the rearview mirror and look back or whatever. And then she paid. And lady, when I got ready to pay, she was like, somebody already paid it for you. So Artesia was on the phone because we was talking. And she was like, um... That's good. I was like, I was telling her what happened. She's like, that's nice. And I, I literally reached. I looked up in the rearview mirror. I took my card and I was gonna pay behind me to keep it going. And pickup I ain't gonna truck. lie, Spider. I said it was a pickup. Literally, it was a pickup a truck. Big ass pickup. Yep. And it was a country looking white dude and this girl. And I was like, first of all, it's two people. I'm not supposed to pay for two people. <laughs> the second thing, I was like, I don't know if these the Donald Trump believing motherfuckers right. that was storming the Capitol. This is Texas. This, this is, is Texas. a red fucking country state. And they was in a pickup. And in my mind, I said, I can't I can't do it. You broke the chain. I broke the fucking chain, bro. I broke the chain. I broke the chain for two reasons. For one, I'm always blessing people and yeah. doing for people. Right. So I said, maybe this is my blessing because nothing ever comes to me, bro. Everything I fucking do is earned. And then the other thing was, I said, White people always getting the good. They they always getting the good deal. Mm-hmm. They got the privilege. They good. These niggas could steal, and I, they get me to go to jail. <laughs> exactly. So say whatever you will. Now the world shouldn't be built that way. If I'm thinking the way I should be thinking, if the world was the way it was or should be, I should have paid for them. Right. Well, you have an opportunity. That's a beautiful thing. About yes, it. you got an opportunity to pay for it always. Always. Yeah. Yes. But I do that so much, and like I said, I just wasn't. I don't know about y'all, but this fucking state capital shit rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, it's it's uh, uh yeah, yeah, it has it has a it has an, an it has a different impact on different people. Yes. like so there's so many like people like us who I think that part of who we are as individuals, especially yeah. y'all, you've been doing it longer, is that you don't look at things strictly from your perspective anymore. Like you no. you take that first. Okay, yeah. I'm look at this. How do I react to this? Yeah. But then it's like okay. We have a platform where we have discussions and conversations. Mm-hmm. Then it goes into a, what do we need to be talking about yeah. in regards to that? Yes. You know, it's, it, it becomes less about how I feel about it, yeah. really. And it becomes more about, okay, what are we going to do about it when we have a conversation about it? So what are we going to do about it? Because, see, the reason I didn't even look at other people's responses to this because mm-hmm. I want I didn't even write shit down. We just have a bare minimum because we wanted to come off the cuff. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was I mean, even though I didn't pay attention to a lot of what other people were saying, it was still the same thing across the board, like the response with the fact that they were able to do this. The fact that there's no way this was just random. No, mm-hmm. like no, this happened. It was planned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you had cops running from people. Mm-hmm. So and opening barricades. too. Yeah. And so it was just yeah. like, OK, is this really what we're doing right now? It was reminiscent of. 9-11 like one of those things where You'll I will all, yeah because I remember you called me and you yeah. were like or I was out and about yeah and I just got home I turned on the TV and I was I'm like, like are you watching this shit that's happening on mm-hmm. CNN because I was playing Xbox and Jermaine was like yo you see this shit because <laughs> right. I'd be having to tune out yeah mm-hmm. like I was ashamed that day yeah mm-hmm. 
And black people, you know, that may We're, be the name of the podcast. Black people would never. Yeah, we would. We have too, too much, much respect. respect. Mm-hmm. Even for this shitty ass country, Yeah, black people would fucking never. Because we built it. Mm-hmm. We, we built take this. it serious. Yes, we take it serious. Yeah. And all the thing. this is the thing, bro. When you see fucking white people like this one guy, I think his name was Dunn O'Neill, and he was interviewing him. He was on the ground, and he interviewed two white ladies that looked mm-hmm. like they was mid-50s. Mm-hmm. And he said, y'all don't see what y'all doing is wrong. And she was like, no, we're fighting for democracy. We're yeah. fighting for our rights. For and he was like, yeah. what, else would you al- what else would you want to be done right now? This white lady said, I wish we could get into the Senate office and drag all of them out by their hair. Bitch, the Your only face. thing left to do is like the niggas in <laughs> Afghanistan is put them up on something and fire at exactly. them niggas with they when they blindfolded. And the fact that they were able to say that and still and go still, about oh yeah. their whatever it was that they were doing in that yes. moment. And then also with the one lady that did get killed. Yeah. Instead mm-hmm. of them pointing out everything that she said was wrong, it was like, oh, she's a veteran and Fuck oh that, interviewing her family and like, oh, Fuck she was a loving too. person. Like Fuck that no. Too. This is the thing. We have to start calling it like it is. Just exactly. Fuck them white people, man. I'm straight up saying that. <laughs> fuck them motherfuckers, bro. They don't have no good intention for nobody mm-hmm. else. They don't have no good intentions for their other fellow white people, like a spider or other white people that we fucking know mm-hmm. that don't believe in it. You know how many white people I know? And they, they hit me up, text me, and was like, I'm I'm embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I ain't never and said you I'm, should be. I've never <laughs> said I'm embarrassed of one Black Lives Matter right, yeah. movement, no, even though never, I don't never. align with them because, you know, Meaning, like, I, I'm not going that far. I'm not doing certain things You're they do. Protester. I'm not a protester. You know what I'm saying? But I understand what they're doing, and I exactly. understand why they do it. But the reason I'm not ashamed is you have people that come out there. The thing about black protests, you always have white people or another group of people that will march with us. Mm-hmm. But we don't know if they're on the same side. Not always. If you see niggas marching with Trump niggas, you know them niggas is on that side. Oh, no it's question. Evidence. That's why you saw five yeah, or six Asian. niggas or what you saw them. Yeah, they not they just there because yeah. that's they believe that exactly. shit. Yeah. We don't do shit that we don't believe in. So mm-hmm. if they're there, they fuck with them. They believe it. Embarrassing. Well, I, you know, I, I, I took a little bit of a different perspective because I definitely had probably some of the same views that everyone else had. But when I looked at it, I looked at it from a different perspective. Very similar. Really quick story. Go ahead. I was in Houston. Well, I was, I was on my way to Houston yeah. one time. And I've been in Texas since 1998. Never seen a Confederate flag since I've been out here. Yeah. Well, this particular, and this was earlier in 2020, uh, there was, I was at a gas station and there was some people like on the island across the street yeah. selling flags. Yeah. And they had Trump flags. They had, you know, Confederate flags. Yeah. They had all type of like build a wall flag. It was clearly yeah. a Trump supporter. But then when I looked around at the gas station, it was nothing but black people and Mexicans, you know? And yeah. I was like, those people on that island, I feel for them yeah. because if I was them yeah. trying to hold on to that America and yeah. I looked across the street and saw nothing but blacks and brown mm-hmm. people of color, I would have felt the way. So same thing with this. Yeah. You got to look at it like some people say, well, this is a clear um, representation of white supremacy and all that. And I was like, you know what? I can understand that perspective. But what I see is desperation. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I saw. Right. Oh, so, yeah. so that is not to me a display of black. I mean, of white supremacy. Yeah. That's a display of white inferiority, yeah. white fear. They scared. They feel like they yeah. losing some yeah. shit. They to, are to losing they some are. shit. The capital. Yes. This, that, you talk. That's extreme. Yeah, that's very. Extreme. That's desperation. But this is the thing too. They also realize that niggas ain't scared of them mm-hmm. no more. I've never been that type. I right, even hate yeah. when I hear black people be like, oh, I fear my life for the police. Fuck the police. That's what I'm saying. Fuck them niggas. Fuck them white people. That's that that thing. Like I'm saying all of this <laughs> shit. This is the thing, bro. White people get to say all the shit they fucking get to say. Mm-hmm. Enough niggas don't stand up and get on their soapbox and say shit back. But oh, this year helped bring out the exactly. young millennials who exactly. said, fuck you, motherfucker. Exactly. We out here. And we'll take your motherfucking <laughs> noggin off, bitch. <laughs> and that's where I'm at with that shit, bro. And I tell her all the time. Like, I remember, I remember working for this company, bro, and I, I pulled up 
to this building out in Rockwall, and this white dude, he came in with his Confederate flag on the back of his truck. He come in, and I like I got out of my car, and I was just, I literally I stood him, I stood there and watched him. He come in, and he parked like probably six slots over. I just leaned up against my car with my arms folded, and I was just watching him. He got out. He had his little, you know, Oakley shades on. Mm-hmm. He looking at me. I just, I had my arms folded. I'm just smiling, and I'm looking at him. And he looking like, why this nigga staring at me? I just keep looking at him. He takes the goddamn flag out of the damn pole on the truck, on the beam on the truck, and puts it, lays it down flat in the flatbed. Mm-hmm. I just smiled, and I walked off, and he walked off. He didn't take that bitch down. He didn't want to take that bitch down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he took that bitch down because he probably felt some kind of way with me watching him. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is it's time for black people to start making white folks feel uncomfortable. And this, was saying, this is 2020. Nigga, and that's what I do. I went to the liquor Fuck store. I told her here, she was on the phone with me. I went to the liquor store around the corner when I brought that uh, Johnny Walker in uh-huh. here. And when I went in, I, it was a white lady working behind the thing. And I said, good afternoon. She didn't say nothing. I said, well, fuck you, too. And then when I got to the thing to check out, she was like, how you doing? I said, no, I spoke to you earlier. Just ring me up. Right, ring me up. I'm ring me up, bitch. <laughs> I'm out this motherfucker. Still she be shit. hearing it. I be hoeing people, bro. I do that shit on fucking purpose, nigga. Well, you know, to me, it's like this. Um, you know, this is 2020. And, I mean, it, it didn't take to get to this point. But my thing is, the difference we, between... We in 2021 now. Well, 2021. My it bad. do feel like it, though. Yeah, it feel like this is just <laughs> a rollover. <laughs> yeah, it's a rollover. It feel the same. I let you make it like I know. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I've been doing right. the same this thing, This is 2021. <laughs> I feel like, like, you know, when you sign documents yes. about the date, I feel like that right now. Okay, so listen. This is 2021. And to me, the 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 last time some some shit like this went down when motherfuckers stormed the Capitol in the eighteen hundreds, yeah. niggas didn't have podcasts. We didn't have platforms to talk. We didn't have platforms to say what we need to say. Change the narrative. It's a totally different situation, and that's exactly what we get to do right now. We get to talk from our perspective yeah. and not concerned or worried about yeah. who the fuck gonna be listening or get shut down or censored at all that bullshit. And even if you gonna was, hear from us, even if it was, I still wouldn't give a fuck. I actually liked seeing them storm the Capitol because I ain't gonna lie. I was just sitting there with my chips and I was like, and smoking a blunt. And I was like, look at <laughs> these fucking some popcorn. Yeah, I'm like, like, look at these. I was like, look at these fucking stupid ass white people. Like, other white people, like you watching that shit. Like you can't be watching. Like you, you can't. Be. Who the newscaster? Uh, Anderson. Yeah, yeah. Anderson Cooper. He okay. talking about something. He was like, they're just mad. He was like, yeah. What are they gonna do after they leave here? Go back to their Marriott and go to Denny's. <laughs> like basically saying you fucking a hillbilly ass exactly. piece of shit. That's exactly what. And not they being are. funny if you look at the motherfuckers. Then was the kind. Mm-hmm. Knoxville, Tennessee. I love the Animaniacs. Oh, they sprayed me and maced me. <laughs> 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 and it's just like, bitch, what you think? And then the night exactly. sir, the night guards weren't playing. Oh, with they were playing. When the night, the when the night shift too. come in, it had gone on too it long. Was, <laughs> it was night shift is like being I at was, Walmart. At Walmart, you know, in the daytime, if you want to steal an Xbox, you got to kind of, you know, <laughs> you got to move around. You may have to sit it somewhere and come back and get that bitch at night. But you work the night shift at Walmart? <laughs> when that truck opened up, bitch, you take whatever the fuck you want. Exactly. When the night shift came in, they was pushing niggas they around. I love I seeing white folks get pushed <laughs> around too, like bowling balls. They too. wouldn't even. I, this is the I thing I like. like. Them niggas was just trying to casually walk like yeah, they was yeah, doing exactly. in the daytime. It was like, nah, they was like, ugh, ugh. <laughs> they like pushing these niggas over barricades, and I'm like, yes, push this beautiful. bitch, bruise them up, and they bruise easy, exactly. bruise them. <laughs> he said, and they bruise easy, bruise them. Get these motherfuckers in I line. Some, look, if somebody act like the motherfuckers did some domestic terrorism shit, please, yeah. somebody just, needs just to. Somebody act like it. Act like it. Come on, just man. like when they saw, like she said, when that black cop was running from that white dude picking that billy club up. I'm gonna tell you what I would have no, did. I would have picked that billy club. I would have picked that billy club up. Down. The first one, I would have hit that motherfucker across his head, and then I would have pulled a gun out, and I would have said, "I'm letting off round on you, bitches. Right. If you come further, some I'm a blast. I'm one of I'm y'all blasting 
one of these motherfuckers. One of y'all bro. gonna get it. I'm letting off we, rounds, bro. You know, I think that's a black thing. Like we understand the concept yes. of if it's a group situation, yeah. I'm letting off rounds. I got to get no, somebody. No, 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 no. Let, I got no, no, to put no. You in said a if it's a group situation. situation, if it's a group of white terrorists, <laughs> God damn it, Somebody's I'm letting off lead. on these bitches. Catching lead. Shoot the motherfuckers, man. I'm telling you, bro. I'm letting off. I fear for my life. You can't tell me I didn't fear for my life. It's a hundred. It's a mob of Trump support. Yeah. Who tend to be a little on the extreme side. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. These ain't the these uh, ain't Mike, Pen- Mike Pence supporters. No. These is Donald <laughs> Trump. These is fucking gully, motherfucking mm-hmm. flag flying, missing gun two, toting, missing two. Like, lack of yeah. fucking tobacco ass. They so fucking ignorant too, bro. Straw chewing ass. They don't even understand that some people be interviewing them just to show how stupid they are. Just like, like, it's yeah, so yeah, many right. under, the undercover niggas who go out interviewing these motherfuckers and they put the, and they, you so fucking stupid. Bitch, I'm not listening to nothing you say, bitch, if you ain't got your two front teeth, bitch. (laughs) If you can whistle without piercing your lips, bitch, fuck you. Your education literally stopped at ninth grade. We ain't got nothing to talk about. Maybe seventh, eighth. Fuck this, man. They always talking about how we ain't shit, nigga. This is the time, bro. Because they always be like, oh, they ain't educated. Black people ain't that. Man, that's been a lie for years, man. Of course. The most hillbilly or hillbilly, the most ghetto, white folks created ghetto. Sixth grade education. But that's all you need to work out there wherever you're working. And I ain't mad at you. If you got a sixth grade education and you're making it work for your family, all good. But we talking about something That's very the point. They're not right making now. it work for their family. Yeah. Them the niggas who want something handed to them. Mm. Why they talking about us? You want something that you ain't even smart enough to have, you right. stupid fuck. Man, come on now. Nah, fuck that speak, shit, bro. Speak, speak to them. Man, look at here. I don't give a fuck, bro, because this shit is, is, is beyond. Like, I feel like the thing I love, too, though, is every black person on TV was calling this shit out like yeah. it was. Oh, yeah. Pretty much. If you're black, they be dead. If you're And not mm-hmm. being funny, oh, I, that's what the white, the white analysts did the same thing. Yeah. They was they like, if to. it was Black Lives Matters, this would be a problem. And that's why I say they didn't just offend black people or white. They offended Americans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Period. And, you know, it's funny you say that because uh, I was I was talking to somebody, one of my one of my own actual uh, close friends, and we were having a conversation about it. And he was like, yo, I got to tell you something. When I saw that Capitol storm and shit, that shit it, was, it was probably the first time in my life, is what he's saying, the first time in my life that I said, like, I'm offended because I'm an American. You're an American. That shit made black Americans be like, yo, yes. fuck y'all doing? Yeah. Like, now I'm offended for some shit you did to our government. You threatening my motherfucking because government. Because black people would never. Yeah. Nah. We, we would never. like that. I'm telling you, man. Y'all want to see, if you want to see a classy group of individuals, Come to black people. Mm-hmm. If you want to see a group that can persevere without fucking whining, come to black people. White folks will whine Ugh. over not getting a $600 check that ain't going to do nothing for you. White people will whine because somebody tells them to whine. Mm-hmm. Man, and They ain't whining for a real cause. Nah, yeah, if nah, you nah. are a white person and you have failed in life, nigga, that's your fault. Exactly. This whole shit's designed and set up for Because you. I grew up poor and I'm black and look where we at. Nigga, Come if on, I man. grew up poor and I was white, I'd be a millionaire probably. No doubt about it. Fuck that with shit, With a motherfucking man. criminal record. Nigga. And, and yeah, with a, school. Exactly. So I'm going to be honest, bro. Americans are great people. Mm-hmm. We are great people. But black folks are the motherfucking cream of the crop. Mm-mm. At your mama, nigga. <laughs> At Real your talk. motherfucking mama. Everything that white people are doing, we are doing, and we're doing it with feet on our neck. Can you imagine? Somebody holding their hand, and they, <laughs> they want to be picked up. Yeah, no doubt. We holding your hand, bitch. You want me to pick you up too? <laughs> no, child. Child, please. We've been doing that. Been doing that. We've been doing that. All right, man. I'll get off these motherfuckers, but I'm going to jump right on Maya Ponsetto. Oh. This raggedy bitch in New York. <laughs> yeah. This bitch ain't white, but she might as well be. She might as well be. Yeah. 
this bitch thought that this 14-year-old boy, she I don't know the hotel, stepped to the wrong one and tried to accuse this 14-year-old black kid of stealing her did iPhone. Did she tackle him? Yeah, she Start did. tackling. And tried to act like she had some cooth on this Good Morning show, but this is the privilege you see this bitch had. Mm-hmm. When Gail was talking, she was like, enough. Cause oh, she could, I didn't see that. Yeah, because she, because Gail, because yeah, because Gail just kept, because Gail kept coming at her. Gail was like, "So why did you attack this boy?" Why she was like, "Well, all these other people in the lobby." She was like, "Well, while the security was working on what they were working on, looking at the footage to see who may have taken my phone, she was like, I decided to, you know, help them out by doing some. So she was like, you just decided to help out by talking to this little black boy, right. fourteen year old, to see if he had your phone.' And Gail said, "Did you?" talk to everybody else who was walking in and out mm-hmm. of the hotel. Yeah. And she got quiet. And she was like, well, that's not what I'm trying to say. She's like, at the end of the day, I'm 22 years old. I'm a kid. White people. Okay. And like complected motherfuckers with white privilege, they always want to throw mm-hmm. the age oh, yeah. Yeah. and throw their, in, their, 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 they always want to use some kind of story to make them feel right. like, you know what? I shouldn't be looked at this harsh. Right, right. Yeah. Some kind of And she didn't give him the same grace. No, she and he was like, 14. 14. Yeah. And like the and like Gail said, she was like, she and the, the girl was like, well, I, Maya was like, well, you know, I'm a nice person. I'm a really nice person. She was like, it don't look like you was a nice right. person. She was like, it looked like you was a raving maniac exactly. tackling this kid. She was like, well, the dad dragged me by my hair and he hurt me. She was because like, you, you attacked his son. Exactly. His 14-year-old son, bitch, you were an adult. Yeah. He's 14. Yeah. So as Gail just kept coming at it, she was like, enough. <laughs> <laughs> and Gail that's when Gail and them started mocking her you know cause everybody was like okay yeah. again a part of your privilege to where you're being reprimanded bitch mm-hmm. you should be in but jail you wanna call you it out. and you want to call it off yeah. white people don't ever like to hear they motherfucking shit nah. but they want to throw somebody else shit in their face white people are the not type of niggas that are shit <laughs> on the toilet seat and leave shit and you come piss and they be like you left a drip on the seat exactly. bitch you shit it all you, you defecated all on the goddamn seat bitch but they don't never see they fucking wrong. And then deny that. But like, I ain't do that shit. I ain't right. do that shit. Bobby did it. <laughs> and they'll throw their own family under the they white people matter. are fucking them motherfuckers are cut throat. Oh, mm-hmm. We know the we know what family means. Uh-huh. These niggas think family is just if you got ten of them, you can sacrifice nine. Shit. That's their mindset. We've seen that over the years. Over the motherfucking years. Trump, thank God this nigga's gone. Man. I want to see this nigga when he remove that piece. I want to see the comb over. <laughs> I want to see the comb over. I want to see the motherfucking comb over. But yes, Maya Ponsetto, I don't know if she's supposed to have charges that yeah. are, that yeah, are coming that, against that, her. She got arrested or something. Yeah, yeah. she did. Yeah. Okay. I just want to say to all people that are white and with white privileges, white privilege, like the white people who are good, hey, that's great. She has got to feel stupid, though. But they, Super. white For pe- all of this and yeah. then your phone to be turned in by an Uber driver. Exactly. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But that's separate. That, but you know what, though? Just think about it real quick. Uh, situation like that, though, I mean that you, you you're going to some some other craziness when you mm-hmm. think you lost your phone. Yeah, I mean yeah. you just go into a, a craze. Yeah, because that's just how. Uh, the, I mean, the phone has just become like a lifeline yeah. for us. Not yeah. just for phone calls and texting. Just for everything. For everything. I mean, your Mama life is in that. So, like, you get it. She had on that thing. That's what I'm saying. No, no, no. But the way she reacted, you had a good idea. You had a good idea when she was looking for yeah. it. Yeah. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah. She didn't want nobody to get that shit. They in there doing shit. in there doing everything. Everything. And then she's just 22. Yeah. You already know. Yeah, 22 for a white person is like 30 with the privilege exactly. of it. Right. You know what I'm saying? You can hit that shit. You can hit that shit Bro. with somebody else, man. I love being able to talk about, you know, white people and people with privilege the way we get the opportunity to talk about it because I don't feel like people really address that shit and call it out. Like, she should feel stupid. Mm-hmm. She should feel stupid. sick. Yes. And if I had a son, 
I'ma just tell you like this, you better be glad ain't my son. He pulled about her, I would have just slapped oh, yeah. this bitch in the midnight. And yeah. listen, I'm glad you said night, that. Night night, bitch. Because I'm I'm you know, I don't I don't put my hands on women. I'm not a If woman you touch leader. mine, I will. No, I'm just saying. But there's certain circumstances that can bring me there. And if yes. you put your hands on my kids, boot to the I chest, don't give bitch. A fuck who you are. Boot to the chest. Yeah, you're gonna have a real problem. A real motherfucking problem. Me. Because at that point, bro, let me tell you this, man. This is the thing too. White people this is the thing that I think people have to understand. White people know their privilege. Mm-hmm. Oh, they yeah, will no, use no what they can to no get question. what they need to get. Yeah. Like she playing that card, she knew that she could do that. Mm-hmm. A black person, if a white person stole our phone and we knew it we would still try to act a certain way that wouldn't get us locked up. That's the first thing we thinking about. Mm -hmm. I saw this bitch take my phone. How should I approach this Mm -hmm. shit? We done been in the airport sometimes and people do something. I'm like, she'd be like, just chill out. I'd be like, okay. (laughs) This shit better end well. This shit better end well. (laughs) She'd be like, just chill out. And I be praying the whole time. I'm telling you. Chill the fuck out, bro. I done been on like. I am not trying. That's just like yesterday. I got my food dropped off. This bitch was late. I know she expected a tip. I said, good day. Get my bag. Good day. Right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> we just, I love to. Yeah. I love telling motherfuckers, bro. Yeah. I love it. Some people, we, we, this is the thing. White people, this is the time now. You got to be careful what you say. Mm-hmm. Y'all might get slapped now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be careful. Y'all might go to jail you now. See, you see homegirl that got. Y'all I mean, might I don't get know killed who, now. We're going to talk about that shit, but the, the, I don't. Which one? I'm trying to figure out where this was. Uh, I saw an article about. A female in Los Angeles during that same rally, the one that punched that white chick in the face. You, uh-uh. Did you see that video? Uh-uh. Oh, she was like amongst like Trump supporters. It was a black person. Yeah, black chick. Yeah, and I didn't she see looked that. like she had like. A, did you see that? Yes, I did see that. I, but I didn't. I, I tried to follow. Did, up wasn't on the she actual, with the security? Well, that's what I was trying to figure yeah, out. And, she had and on they a uniform. fired her. They fired her. Yeah. Yeah. After she, because the white lady tried to pull her her mask down yeah. or something like that, and she clocked her, and yeah. then the mob. You know, kind of drag. Yeah, the, Black the Twitter was taking up a collection for her. They found her cash app and they were like, "Donate okay. this." Okay, and we should <laughs> do that. They do that, that shit for the racist white folks. Oh, right, and, like and white people the will money that they deposit. Yeah, we don't even know about it, but it's substantial. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's why I say we should look out for each other. We should do we need better. To. We, as black people, we have to do better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to be, do better in supporting each other, and then it's okay to debate each other. Yeah, but like uh, the Repu- the uh, senator from Oklahoma, I forgot his name. He was just saying. Even if we don't agree, mm-hmm. even if we disagree like viciously or vigorously against mm-hmm. each other, like we should be able to respect each other mm-hmm. at the end of the day and walk away. Right. White people don't like being told no. Mm-hmm. White people don't like shit being taken from them that they did not earn. Mm-hmm. They don't like stolen Privilege. things being right. returned their to their rightful man. place. Yeah. Bitch, y'all stole. It's time to return <laughs> things to way they the, the, the way, way they were. To be exactly. But you see that with examples of this whole capital situation, it's they're really losing a grip or yeah. they, they're losing a grip on something that really was never, it was never there. A real thing. It was never mm-hmm. yours. It was never there. But, but, the, but the perception, right? If you lose even the perception of something, it's like, wait a minute, these, these, these people of color rising to or these black people and these yeah. other people of color, quote unquote minorities. Like, yo, you're not going to be the majority in yeah. this country for very long. You're not the majority in the world. No. Mm-hmm. But the fact that, that, that there's, it's known that it's white slipping. folks years from now are going to be, uh, in the in the minority, yeah, that's that's not something that they can really yeah. accept. And they being diluted one black dick at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just keep it one hundred. I don't know where it's gonna be at in this clip, but this is definitely a clip. Yes. <laughs> they literally, like Kanye said, you know what I'm saying? Have, you know whatever he said about have another to get with or whatever and have another. But yeah, they being diluted one dick yeah. at a time, and they hate that shit. One you drop, one black dick, one black dick. 
Like one Kanye's, drop. Do you have any black inside you? <laughs> do you want some? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it is what it is. Decision making. Oh yes. Yeah, you don't want me to say what I say, so oh, I mean, yes. yeah. <laughs> so I was. I had a decision that I needed to wrap up by the end of last year, mm-hmm. and I had been going back and forth about it, and finally I made it on the last day. And right when I made the decision and I signed off on everything, I looked at my phone and it was exactly 4.44 p.m. So that was my confirmation. So this whole topic came about as far as what's your process for making decisions? Because Mm -hmm. sometimes when I'm talking to people, it seems like people have a really hard time making decisions. So what's your process? I call you first. (laughs) She knows it's true. I call her. I may talk to my mom. And then the other one, I know Spider can fuck with me on this one. I get high. And Tap I just, into something yeah, I, t- I get high. I listen to music. I'll sit on the couch. And that's when you really start figuring it out. Not being funny, talking about decision making. That's why being high on New Year's Eve was coming up with like, I was like, I got to change. I also realized that just fucking a bunch of bitches ain't my thing no more. Mm-hmm. Like I hit her up and I was just like, yeah, I'm just. <laughs> She was like, yeah, she was like, you would change. We ain't together and you right, change. And right. I was just like, it's called growth. Yeah, yeah you've said growth. that several times. Yeah. We're both growing up. But it's just it's just really growth. Yeah, you know what growth. I'm saying? Like, I've seen the growth in her and the change. And for me, I feel the change. Mm-hmm. And I didn't put it on here, but I even talked about when people change, you should see the change. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you go, like, you know, growing up in church, they would be like, if you saved, if you're a new creature, you should be able to be able to tell. You a new walk. Yeah, a yeah. new walk <laughs> and a new talk. You should be a different person. Right. You know what I'm saying? Something and I feel like with the change in me, I am a different person. And one of the biz- biggest changes in the decision making I had to do was how I want to carry myself and how I want people to see me. Mm-hmm. A lot of people see me who don't know me. I was talking to a good friend last week, and she was like, if you just look at social media, we just listen to you talk. You seem like a guy who you ain't ready to settle down. You don't want to settle down. I'm like, how do you get that? Right. So for me, I'm like, what am I putting out there? We both had that yeah. conversation mm-hmm. where we're like, what are we putting out there to where people see this thing about us that doesn't really even, att- it shouldn't be attaching itself to us. Mm-hmm. I, I just learned that I'm, well, I've been hearing it, but I never really paid attention to it until now because again, it goes along with my new career. Yeah is that I'm intimidating. Mm. So and oh. I, and I'm still trying to figure that out because I I never felt like I'm giving off that kind of energy. I feel like I'm personable. I don't fuck mm. with everybody, mm-hmm. but I'm still cordial yeah. and I'm approachable. Yeah. So I don't get it, but Well, you know, I just I feel I started like, to leave y'all hanging and just but good jump in. <laughs> well, no, I was just going to respond to that. I think part of that like right now as we get old, as we grow, as we understand things, you know, we understand the importance of energy. You know what I mean? And so I don't think everybody's always going to understand our energy. But I think that if the if the um, the people that are closest to us that are the most tuned in, mm-hmm. you know, because you might have somebody that you don't even know that's just tuned into your energy and you guys get along very well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, for me, it's more about, you know what, I'm, I'm going to be who I am. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Whatever you draw from that is really based on you. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm going to be who I am. And I'm not necessarily going to concern myself so much with trying to be a person. I've never really been that way, but I yeah. think that we all sometimes when it comes to like fitting in or making people co- feel comfortable, yeah. mm-hmm. sometimes we do some things yeah. Yeah. and I'm just going to do less of that. Yeah. <laughs> but my decision process, like I said, I do reach out to you smoke, but being a Libra, as I guess people say, I'm indecisive. Mm-hmm. So like it's, it's hard for me to make a 
decision. Mm. Like I, I like one of the things I've come to terms with, I'm like, maybe I am finally at the point where I'm like, I could live with somebody. Yeah. She knows that ain't my thing. Right. To wake up every day to somebody. This is the fear though. Nigga, like, what if you wake up after two weeks and you're like, yeah. This ain't it. This ain't it. Yeah, yeah. That's I feel like that's yeah. what I'm saying. So you have to, I feel like in like to make decisions like that, it's difficult. Mm-hmm. So I told myself in 2021, I was like, I'm gonna try to do be better and more concise and quick about making the decisions that I need to make. Mm. That way I can find out sooner or later if the shit was a good decision or, or not a good decision. Right. Instead of just living in limbo. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it depends though. So so I'm a little older than y'all. A little, just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. So I've 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 been, you know, however old you are, and I've definitely been thirty eight. Yeah. And um I'll tell you this. When it comes to decision making, as you get older, as you have more experiences, as you um remove the distractions in life. Mm-hmm. What I'm doing. Right. What you realize is that how you come about making a decision. And really, like the last question that you ask yourself for me is what is my intention with this? Yeah. Why? What's my why? Why why am I doing this? Or why am I going to make this decision? Or why am I um, shy about making a decision? Or even considering it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like figuring out those things and getting the answers to that puts me in a position to where now there's no question. Like I know exactly where I'm at, why I'm doing this. But do you ever get to that point when you know what decision you should make and you're still like, I you still just so sit hard for me because right. you don't just make the. Because I've even, never, yeah. I've never had a hard time making decisions because mm-hmm. I've I've been in situations where I've had to make them pretty early on. Right. So when it comes to my process, I think now at this point in my life where I'm trying to level up, so to speak, yeah. it's like I wish that I had like he'll call me, but I don't always feel like I have somebody that I can call mm-hmm. to kind of run things by because a lot of times I know what I want to do, but actually doing it is a different story. Yeah, I mean, and you do have yeah. thing, people you can call and run things by. Well, in the areas that I want, I have yeah. people that I can call, but for very specific things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I think that what you're highlighting is the importance of having like some like some mentorship in like a different right. like, different areas of interest. No yeah. question. Because and we had that talk too. I was like, I feel like I've been lost ever since my mentor got killed like two years ago, mm. and then my grandfather mm-hmm. died a little bit before then. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I was like, all my male mentorship or male influence yeah. is gone now yeah so that's why i said early in the show like i came up with like i'm not your father but here's what i would do mm-hmm. and i i came up with that because there's so many young dudes that do come to me and yes. i tell artiza yes. a lot i'm like I, sometimes like talking to my homegirl the other day i'm 38 it does not feel like it mm-hmm. i don't feel like it i don't feel like i look like it so a lot of times when these guys are coming to me <laughs> well, you look like yeah it. No. Just, no. wow Jesus, I was not expecting it. No, but I mean, but no, I, I mean, this is look like my, my point is that this is what this is what thirty eight. This is what thirty eight like. for, yeah. especially for a black person. Exactly, you know what I'm saying. So for me, it's like when the younger dudes come to me, I'm like, yo, like, what the fuck are they? Like, what are they talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, why are they wanting this? You know, information from me. Like, why am I always the go to person for people to come to and be like, yo, you know, this is how I want to do. This is how mm-hmm. I want to move. And I'm like, I'm still figuring shit out for myself. Right. And we mm-hmm. also realize that at 38, how much uh, for me at 38, how much I don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I think about, damn, well, how my mom was raising kids and yeah. making life yep. decisions just at like you. Time. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, you don't know it all, but you're still trying to raise kids and you don't know how they're going to move. Even though you think it would be easy because you've been their age before. Exactly. This it's is a different not. time. It's, it's, it's a different world. It's a different world. A di- I was yeah. I found myself even after that whole capital situation. Like what I was thinking about that night was. Man, I need to I need to talk to my kids before they go to school because mm-hmm. I want them to be aware of, you know, some of the some of the narratives that they might try to paint in the school. Like we realize yes. this. The school 
has uh you know a hold of our children's brains man and we really have to take that control back yeah we're gonna take a quick break uh you've been listening to the reality is where filter becomes extinct and we'll be right back right out of Have any black inside you? Would you like some? Like some? <laughs> you know you got a right to do whatever you like to. Don't see we got that right one, that right one in the club. Always the flyest, always got her hands the highest. She stopped drinking diet coke. She on that coke diet. She bad, she bad her eyelids. That girl is so wired. I know she's so tired, but ooh she on fire. Hundred dollar bills, get you. Get you a hundred dollar bills. This ain't new, this ain't new. From that Paris, Lindsay, Brittany, Mary Kate, and Whitney. People say that they clean, motherfucker, don't bullshit me. Your nigga home. You said you at your sisters. You and your girlfriends wrong. You were here taking pictures. You ain't gotta tell us you spending daddy's cash. Your girlfriend's jealous. You got the fattest ass. One dime to pee. One trying to leave. It's hot as fuck, but you just dying to ski. It's clear as black and white. Like a fat panda, your brain is Magic City, your nose is Atlanta. I said, think about your future, you can't do that tomorrow. But you don't hear a word, you see the SLR. You like, hey, for real, I ain't trying to kill your mood, but I can do the Star Trek sign. See, killer do. She got high hopes just to say hi to us. She wants the high life. She like them higher ups. She know we high rolling. She know it's high stakes. That's why she high speeding out on that highway. She say she high maintenance. She say she high fashion. She say she high price. I think she high capping. She had her high heels. I had my high tops. Sipping the high sea. Eating no high drops. I asked her high feel upon his high. She said this high score, this was the high line. She got her high pot, bumping her high tones. This higher education, welcome to high school. Powder. Everybody knows who the king of the coke flow be. All I hear is okey, every line is okey. All you rappers okey, dokey. Nigga, you don't paint pictures. I paint Mirakumis on you niggas. And I'm yay, speedy bad bitches. Buy and sell, I can accommodate your clientele. Shampoo, wait, motherfucker, brace your scales. P to the ush up. With a name like that, what you look for? More or less like P with the hook up. Put me on the bath phone if you want it cooked up. Ride with me as I'm switching lane to lane. And my play clothes as a ripping grain. And a hell of bullets, how I write my name. When I soft the hard, motherfucker, cane is cane. Hi right, man, we back, Frank. Man, you got something to say? You were saying something. I was saying something. I, I was don't... mumbling on the break. You know what I'm saying? But uh, no, I was I was wanting to speak about the decision making part, and I think that as you go through life and you have experiences, 
because uh, I think a lot of I would imagine I don't know what the demographics are the people that listen to the show, but I think is it like some young folks? Yeah, like, the mm-hmm. age range is uh eighteen to forty five. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's a good age range, and it's it's pretty much fifty fifty men and women. Men and women. Okay. Well, I was gonna say is that as you get older, your decision making process like you really get to the point where you uh the closer you can get to the why and the purpose of your decision and your intentions behind it because yeah. that's the thing that's hard sometimes you you know as you go through life you start, you make certain decisions with bad intentions you do it might be very selfish especially when it comes be, to dating yeah or, or no question about it see i wasn't gonna say that but that's true it's true we're very we can be very selfish i know in the past i was yeah so as you get older um you try, you tend to be more selfless but you still have to examine the intention in which you go about making your decisions. Who's it going to affect? Like yeah. you just, as you get older, you think about more of the impact of your decisions yeah. versus when I was younger. I oh, shit. I don't care about me, but you'd be scared to make them decisions though, bro. Mm-hmm. Like even for me, like as I get older, like I say, thinking about like settling down, dating and shit, you'd be like, yo man, mm, it's hard. It's, Cause it's the opposite of what you're doing. It's it's the total opposite. Yeah. And then, like I've always said, like dating women with kids is totally different. Mm, you know what I'm that's saying? A whole and bag, then even yeah. making business decisions. As far as like, I've had several situations where it's like, do I stay in Dallas or do I take a position somewhere else and move? And then all the things that go into like, okay, from the smallest thing is like finding another barber to finding a place to live <laughs> right. when you're Doctor. there. To, yeah, to making sure all that, that you know, the people that you fuck with in the new city, maybe even the people, you know what I'm saying? Like being able to say, hey, if I move here, can I find a new, you know, a new life mm-hmm. and that life fit here? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just decisions that got to be made, decisions that are difficult. But I think at this age, you just got to make them motherfuckers, bro. Like, at this age, at some point, you got to make the decision and live with the consequences. You got to. As opposed to 28, it's like you you just ride out as many situations as you can right. and see which one is still standing. At right. least that's I how I I'm operated. living in reverse because when I was younger, I did take into consideration a lot of what other people, you know, how would have, my decisions would affect them. Yeah. Now I'm getting older and really all that matters is me. Mm. But what's the benefit of really worrying about other people, especially if they don't even fucking worry about you? Yeah. Yeah. Those other people, though, you got to. Those are the ones that you have to kind of let go of anyway. And that's how your circle gets smaller, mm -hmm. because it's very few people who will lay themselves on the line like you would lay yourself on the line for them. And I told her that the other day, I was like, 2021 for me is I'm no longer hanging with people I don't want to fucking hang with. I'm no longer going to kick it with people. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That don't give off a certain energy. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And a lot of times it will leave you by yourself. So yeah. with quarantine, I hope you motherfuckers got your reps in. <laughs> yeah, circles. Circles means, stay small yeah. in quarantine. Yeah. So it's like it, it stays small <laughs> and you're trying to figure that shit out, bro. So rude versus assertive. Ortiz had like a gangbuster mm-hmm. of, of topics this time. Why are you looking at me like that? Because <laughs> you're just rude and then pointing to me. But um, So this one comes up for me all the time because I guess my tone a little bit. But when I'm talking to people, especially white people, they're like, why are you being so rude? And I'm like, no, I'm just matter of facts, yeah, like yeah. just telling you what it is, yeah. not being rude at all. So we were talking mm-hmm. about how, again, white people don't like to hear the truth or if they just they don't do. like your answer, period, yeah. they automatically assume you're being rude mm-hmm. or aggressive. Well, I get that all the time. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> I had a guy the other day I was working. It's this, it's this white guy. This nigga never does this fucking job. And. Let's just be honest. White people don't like being managed by black they people. They do not. Mm-hmm. They, they always question your authority. They question what you know, what you don't know. So I'm telling this guy about, you know, whatever it is, and he thinks I'm debating with him or arguing with him. 
because I'm not sounding like, yeah, my name's Peter. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, he's like, well, hey, I'm not trying to call you out. I'm not, you know, I'm not upset. I said, I ain't upset either. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. I'm just telling you this is what it is. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing. I don't sugarcoat with white people because I think they need to know. Mm-hmm. So, like, this motherfucker, he says, so why do you think the, the numbers are at this? Like, he's supposed to be at 80%. It's at 30. Mm-hmm. And he's like, why do you think these numbers are like this? I said, if I'm being honest, they lack intellect. They don't know analytics. They don't read spreadsheets. And they don't know how to put formulas in an Excel spreadsheet to create the outcome that they're looking for. Mm. And y'all want to argue with me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some things are just white people don't like the point of where it, in so many words when it says I'm here. Mm-hmm. You're here. Yeah. <laughs> Deal with it. Right. That's what it Deal is. With Deal with it. it. Yeah. Because when I'm talking yeah. to people, I, I can't like you I can have tell. real bad undertone yeah and they will make you feel like you're stupid yeah mm-hmm. but that's not on me that's yeah. on you yeah right or like like you say if they call it like <laughs> yeah. and the thing too is like if the difference between black people too we know we our whole lives we've had to look for shit mm-hmm. we've had to figure it out if she if i call in and i say i need some if she say just go to google i'm gonna figure yeah. that shit out from there mm-hmm. a white person would be like hold on you on the phone yeah. google uh where's the log oh i gotta <laughs> go to the bottom yeah <laughs> And oh, then what do I need in. to do now? You be like, yeah, it's yeah. all in the instructions. It's all in the goddamn Just instructions. Handhold. Yeah. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. Oh, white yeah. people, I should know. <laughs> you take, <laughs> take things personally, and it drives me fucking crazy. And it, everything and is every, personal. Everything. Exactly. Everything it was, is fucking personal. Like the biggest thing uh, growing up playing sports, yeah. that's when I really started noticing it, you know? And it's like, I've seen it my entire life. I'm like, why the fuck? Are you so offended by this when this is just a matter of fact, mm-hmm. telling the truth? Yeah. And it happens in here all the time. Like, yeah. I tell you guys something, uh, y'all take it, work with it, do whatever. Mm-hmm. I tell some white people some shit and they're like, well, uh, you know, that's <laughs> not that's not how it works, blah, yeah. blah, all this other shit. And I'm like, yeah. look, man, I'm just telling you how it is. That's like Follow I had that it phrase. if you want, don't if you don't. Yeah, like they had that phrase, white is right, mm-hmm. bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Like your your eyes colder than mine and shit. If the country's <laughs> fucked up, this is what I have to say to all white people. If you look at the country and say, "Damn, this country's at, is is going through a bad time right now," who's leading this motherfucker? Mm-hmm. Who is it? Who's steering the goddamn ship? The reason this country is fucked, the reason the the the, the fucking taxes are fucked, <laughs> the misappropriations of funds, everything, everything, is white people. Mm-hmm. White people, y'all did this shit to your America, to our America. Y'all motherfuckers did this shit. Why are you looking like that? I'm listening to you. 2021. <laughs> 2021. Yeah, because we ain't going to do it. You know, this is a short episode going into the, the New Year's. Just mm-hmm. one extendo. Extendo. What are you going to change about how you treat white people? I think we need to change how we treat these motherfuckers. Well, you know, I think it depends on how you've treated them in the past. True. Right. You know, so um, so for me, it's like this was this like honestly, 2021 has been uh, a continuation of 2020 for me in a way that like around the early part of 2020, I was like, okay, I need to lay out like who I'm going to be, who I'm going to be. I'm going to carry myself, how I'm going to handle other people and stuff like that. So for me, especially when, when all the shit started happening with coronavirus and then things happening and, you know, with George Floyd and stuff like that, I was like, you know what, man, I think that we have these conversations all the time, but I need to start, you know, like we just need to be honest with these motherfuckers. He's be honest with white people. Yeah. You know, so for me, I have I've really never I haven't been in a position in a very long time that I can remember where I had to actually acquiesce to white people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like even in my job, my position is like that. These motherfuckers report to me. Yeah. So my thing was, you know, I'm just gonna be as at my job, as professional as I should be yeah. when I'm dealing with white folks. 
Um, and then when I'm outside of, of work, now that's a whole different situation. Yeah. I ain't never treated them no different than I treat them now. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm probably more vocal about certain shit, like seeing a motherfucker with a Confederate flag. Yeah. Yo, let's have a conversation yeah. about that. I'm just curious. Nah. It's 2021. You run around with a Confeder- Confederation flag. Like, what is that supposed to mean to me? Yeah. You know what I mean? I just want to speak. I, this may not. This may be wrong. And I don't mean it from a hateful place. I just want to see them motherfuckers get shot down like we get shot down. <laughs> oh, it's the opposite of that thing fuck that it. I read, right? Yeah, fuck that shit. <laughs> like some people, like you can't tell. Like the whole time that shit was happening at the Capitol, I'm oh, like, yeah. I just, the, I'm yeah. just like, where's the headshot? Right. Where's right. the show? We the saw shot? the snipers. Yeah, they were up there. Yeah, they were up there. But I'm like, rubber bullets. Yeah, yeah. 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 shoot the motherfuckers. The like I'm telling you the whole time. Call me whatever you want. You can say whatever. When you sit up and you watch your people. Be gunned down. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you watch a white shit. person in several cities take a car and drive through a crowd. Mm-hmm. I want to see these motherfuckers yeah. fall. <laughs> I want to see yeah. some rounds get let Keep off. The same the, energy. I got white friends, energy. and I'm still saying I want to see headshots. Yeah, the ones that deserve it. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. You got what you deserve. You yeah. got what you deserve. Yeah. That was when when that situation happened with that lady, and they said, "Oh, somebody got killed," and this, that, and the other. And I was like, "Okay." When they so, said it was a Trump supporter, I was like, oh. "Well, I mean, but did you see what she was doing? She trying to fucking breach the. De- I mean, yeah, at yeah. that point, trying yeah. to breach it, and them uh, yeah. Secret Service was like, "Yo, don't come through here." Yeah. And they even and had she video. jumped in that window and got blamped. Yeah, and but I was they like, even Yo. had video, bro, and they even had video of her like on her way to that route. Yeah, yeah. And, like Facebook she was post. so fucking amped up. Nobody oh, was yeah. even in the car with her. This bitch just on one thousand by herself. By herself. You got what you deserve, bitch. You came and thought it was gonna be something else but bitch it's a new day well this is what i would say about it if you clearly didn't live in peace so i really pray that you rest in peace yeah period straight up you didn't live yeah. in peace and some people be like man that's hateful fuck that bro oh, that's not hateful no, that ain't fucking shit. hateful man I want you to rest like in you peace. said if we was the ones doing that shit we'd be dark if i walked up to bro. the dpd right now you yelling in, i wouldn't like, get nowhere in there near. I wouldn't get in there. Shoot first, ask questions last. That's why I yeah. say I had I, I had some leftover trash from Christmas, and I'm telling you, I rode that blunt, and I was sitting there, and then when that night shift came out, moving them niggas Ooh, around yeah, like Nebraska good. furniture, I said, <laughs> look at her, nigga. That's, but see, <laughs> These but, niggas you know, is in business. And I think that part of it is, like, even before the situation, anything that we see happen, yeah. we just like, yo, just... Just keep the same energy you got when, when it's us. That's all we want. That's all we want. That was the thing too. Like I know this mostly this episode is gonna be about this, but hey, a it's all cool. Rant. It's all it's okay. <laughs> but literally, like even when I was watching that shit when they were lying in the steps, I'm like, I we were on the phone. I was yeah. like, they do know how to be peaceful. Mm-hmm. They know how to be peaceful. <laughs> These motherfuckers ain't touching nobody. Yeah. Nobody. They talking to motherfuckers. They pouring asking them to move back. Eye, uh, water in their eyes. Yeah. Their for, for yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Let me hit you and then let me help you. They don't do none of that shit. <laughs> like, I was just watching. Shit. Yeah. I was just like, I just want to see some people. Like, I'm sorry. I just wanted to see yeah. some blood in the streets. But that, because, and, and see, this is the problem, like, to me, from the beginning, right? So when people say, well, Frank, why are you like the way that you are at 45? I'm like, well, nigga, I'm a black man growing up in America. Like, y'all motherfuckers made me like this. Yeah, bro. You know, I don't think God designed us to be, you know, pro-black, pro-white, nah. pro-this, pro-that. But the society that we growing up in, pick a side. We got mm-hmm. to do what we got to do. And you got to know the nigga, and, and especially when oh. you black, nigga, I need to know what side you standing on. Yeah, that's all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you Just like they showed that, the, that like oh, everybody God. talking yeah. about that clip where the black the dude. haircut that, said it they all. They said the haircut said it all. Like this nigga <laughs> literally had a chili bowl <laughs> with about three inches on right, the top. I it, said, and it. it was clean cut, <laughs> skin fade. Not even a skin fade, just <laughs> a chili bowl. I said. That nigga's not one of us. Nah, he's not. He's, he's lost. Kind of black. He's yeah. a different kind of black. He is lost. Then they had another nigga in there who was in there. I said, yeah. this nigga's not one of us. Yeah. No, no, no. And people always be like, oh, don't. You know, they always like to say, black people are black. No, mm-hmm. no, 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 nope. no. 
just like when they see white people see a white person that fuck with niggas, they used to call them a nigga lover. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Nah, man. Them ain't eyes. Nah, they ain't. You got to pick a they side, nigga. Us at all. Any black person I saw out there, I was like, they tripping. <laughs> like, how, how, like, how fucked they was is from your Kentucky. mind? Yeah, but how fucked is your mind in Knoxville, Tennessee? Shout, shit? shout, out, from, shout out to Kentucky. <laughs> Duck Dynasty niggas up there. Like, bro, I just, I just, for me, <laughs> Like I said, this is the America we look that we live in. I was having a discussion with one of my homeboys, a white guy, and I was like, we are literally the most powerful country in the world. Mm. But instead of having a a, a, a five, like a making Mm-mm. black, white, Mexican, mm-hmm. Asian, and make and whatever race making a fist, this is white people. Mm-hmm. This is what white people want to be. And with them doing this, it's saying fuck America. It's saying fuck everybody else around the world. And literally, in that one act that they did the other day, we looked weak to, to everybody. everybody. Oh, no mm-hmm. doubt. It's prime. Yeah. Prime for attack. Yep. While we fighting amongst ourselves, ain't no telling what the fuck done came under the radar oh, in those 24 hours some, or the we last 40. Some of them things in. You know what I'm saying? No doubt about it. So it's like, bro, when you think about that, it's just like, bro, this shit, this shit here is fucked up. What I'm looking for in 2021 before we get ready to close out, um, we still got about 40 minutes. Maybe we'll come back and do a little something. But before we close out, I want to say I'm thankful to have y'all. We made it to th- through 2020. We had great episodes. Things have picked up. Mm-hmm. But just look out for each other more. Just look out. Check on your motherfucking fellow brother. Check on your fellow sister. Stop being nice to motherfuckers who don't deserve being right. treated nice. Right. That's for Artesia. I feel like she be letting oh, a lot of people make it, but them are... days is I feel it coming. Dang. I done seen her check a few people later, and I be like, all right, I'm going to call you later. Okay. I'm going to have to let you go ahead and do that. <laughs> so step into that, man. But I just want everybody, man, like I say, love each other, man. Be respectful. Be mindful. You know what I'm saying? We're going to do a short little quick segment. We got the homie Overton in here. Uh, from Houston, man. Well, we might. Well, you're a Texan now, nigga. So you might as well. <laughs> we ain't gonna. We ain't gonna make you live here a year to get your card and say you're a Texan. You gotta be here a little yeah. longer. Now, nah, once you in this bitch, you in this bitch. Cause yeah. it's hard to get out of here. It's hard to get. <laughs> it's hard to get the fuck up out of Texas, True. bro. But we're gonna do a, a quick little 30, uh, 30 minute episode coming up next. But before we get up out of here, I want to say thanks to Artezi for coming out. Casey's not on this episode, but we'll see her again soon. Yes. Uh, um, Frank. Yes, sir. Franchise. Franchise. Thanks for coming through. Thank you for being here. Uh, Look at Be sure to keep up with all things the reality is by following us on Instagram. You can also listen to all new episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the all other streaming platforms. If you like what you hear, don't forget to leave us a rating and review. And always remember to inhale courage to excel success. Get up, go to school with his nose running, come home with his nose bloody. His sister laughing, he like, what's so funny? Till she drowned out, but the sounds of hunger pains in his tummy. Nothing in the freezer, nothing in the fridge. Couple of 40 ounces, but nothing for the kids. Little man know to eat to live, but he don't want to leave the crib. The kid who punched him in his face, house right down the street from his. He went anyway, more scared to face his mom's. Should be him sooner, she flipped out, seeing his face scarred. Walking past the dope fiends, but they smoke and take the place of God. Hopes and dreams pouring out the holes in their face and arms. Little man. In the face of harm if he don't eat He need energy so when he go to school He can't compete and keep up All we got is bodegas but hey he only got enough For a quarter water and an hour later Anyway, grandma say Jesus is in any Breaking up is hard to do But when it comes to your wireless carrier You should have left a while ago You're over the big three carriers You deserve better, Xfinity Mobile Now you can get unlimited with 5G included For just $30 a month on the nation's Fastest, most reliable network So break free from the big three And save with Xfinity Mobile Take the savings challenge at XfinityMobile.com slash MySavings to see how much you can save when you get Xfinity Mobile and Internet together. Reduced speeds at 20 gigabytes per line. Most reliable based on Root Metrics U.S. report. Results vary, not an endorsement. 
Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.